I have to tell you, looking at just the website, you are probably one of the busiest people in the city of Perry with all the different departments that you deal with. Yeah, it feels like a lot. (laughs) Welcome to the Inside Perry podcast, where you get an inside look at Perry, Georgia's local government. We're glad you chose Perry, where people make the difference. Whether you stay a few hours or a lifetime, your time in Perry will be rewarding and unforgettable. I'm Tabitha Clark, Communications Manager for the City of Perry. This week, we welcome City of Perry's Public Works Director, Ansley Fitzner. The city's Public Works Department strives to provide safe, prompt, and reliable services to Perry's residents and visitors. Today, we talk about the half a dozen divisions that are under the purview of this department. So, Ansley, you are in charge of several different offices and departments. A lot of stuff goes under public works. Now, when you hear public works, you may think trash and whatever else you, you know, water, things like that. But there's so much more than that. So let's start with buildings and grounds. What exactly does that mean? Well, that would really kind of be two divisions, I think. And we call them divisions. That would be our building facilities maintenance manager, Rena. She handles actual building envelope and then everything inside. Our landscape supervisor handles pretty much everything on the outside. And so some of our properties do have a contractor that we use for like the landscape maintenance, but there's still a lot of other things like um, seasonal trimming, there's irrigation, upgrade signs, sometimes have the seasonal color installations, the flowers, fire hazard stuff, which includes like the fire extinguishers, elevator certification, first aid, AEDs. A lot. Uh, custodial, so the cleaning. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with COVID, that really kind of stepped up our game in that department as far as the cleaning and the oh, yeah, absolutely. And everything that's required. The landscaping, I know in the past episode about historic downtown Perry, we mm-hmm. were talking about how we get so many compliments all over the city, but especially in downtown Perry. Yeah. So what's kind of the process of the plantings there and the overall ambiance that y'all are trying to create? I think that was really why I was hired here, honestly. City Council wanted it to look like Disney World. I don't think we've accomplished that yet. <laughs> but, you know, it could be part of Disney World, you know, <laughs> Main Street. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So like we, we work hard and we really enjoy it, obviously. The color program is a big part of downtown and we have 70 pots and about 50 hanging baskets. Those mm-hmm. are changed out twice a year. We have some various beds around the city at different kind of key locations. Some of that's building signage and some's at the parks. My background is landscape architecture, so I didn't really go to flower school or anything specific Mm -hmm. to that, but that sort of drew me in. I worked on Hilton Head Island doing their seasonal color program for a company out there Mm -hmm. prior to coming to work here. And I think that was a big part of what they wanted to do. They created a landscape manager position. Mm -hmm. That's what I applied for. I really loved it. It's been hard for me to let go. (laughs) I still do the flower orders. So I play a part, not physically getting out there as much as I used to, but still thinking about the designs and the colors and the combinations and everything. And it's amazing really the difference that it makes. I mean, you would think just flowers, little bushes, Mm -hmm. that that's cool, you know, but when you really have a well-organized, structured ambiance and environment Mm -hmm. out there, it really does make a difference. Let's talk about um, our partnership with ESG as far as wastewater, natural gas, things like that. So ESG operations manages our utility 
service delivery. They operate out of the Frank Satterfield Wastewater Treatment Plant, but are very much so a part of the Perry team. Their project managers are really ingrained in what we do and really great at embracing sort of Perry's mindset for customer service. They do all the technical stuff too right. that, that helps us provide those services to our citizens. Mm-hmm. All right, solid waste. Now that's a big topic. Yeah. You know, the mayor says as long as your toilet's flush and your garbage is picked up, yeah. we're normally pretty happy (laughs) and things like that. So explain the solid waste program. So we have a solid waste division in Public Works, and that's made up of eight solid waste team members, one of which picks up the trash from our businesses and restaurants downtown, and then the remainder operates our knuckle boom trucks to pick up the yard debris and bulk debris waste on a schedule, as well as deliver trash toters. The remainder, which is probably what most people are interested in, the residential curbside trash and recycling is contracted out currently with waste management. They manage those schedules and those routes for that pickup, but the city of Perry is still really involved in that process. We handle a lot of the customer service, try and stay really on top of them as far as ensuring that we're reaching all of our customers, everybody's happy, which is hard in this market right now. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Between the the staffing shortages and the supply shortages, uh, we are seeing delays. But like you said, y'all are very good about making sure that anytime somebody calls in Mm -hmm. uh, or emails or anything like that, that y'all are working with waste management. That's right. So if somebody's recycling or residential waste does not get picked up, there are several ways that you can contact the city to make sure that that is rectified. So you have the call in, you can call into Public Works, which that information will be linked in the show notes as well as on the City of Perry website. You can also use Perry Points, Mm -hmm. our texting service, as well as our web chat. So that allows being as efficient as possible, especially in this day and age. Another division that y'all are responsible for in public works is stormwater ponds. Right. Most developers, when they are grading and taking down trees, they have a requirement to hold that stormwater runoff on site somewhere according to EPD regulations, basically. And so it's sized appropriately. It's meant to take all that stormwater runoff from the roads and the house foundations and roofs and things and be able to keep it from overwhelming our systems. Usually they're retention or detention ponds that can then filter the water slowly. So once that developer has, you know, finished building all the houses or the commercial property or whatever it's going to be, and the city accepts it, there's a maintenance requirement there. So we have a team. Um, that's kind of what they do day to day is just maintaining these ponds. We handle some concerns from citizens or business owners regarding some of our easements, and that could be underground piped stormwater or it could be open ditched stormwater. Pine straw or tree limbs can clog a ditch and cause water to back up into someone's yard. So they're out, you know, investigating and doing repairs to some of that. Sometimes if you get a heavy rain, it can erode, and over time, you know, some of those things need regrading or, you know, new sod put down or something like that to just make sure that they're functioning properly. A big question I always hear about is what's the difference between a retention pond and a detention pond? Uh, I don't know if this is the best analogy, but I use like a police jail analogy. <laughs> so if sure, you're detained, go right ahead. <laughs> you're detained for a short period of time, right? Mm-hmm. But you're retained like in prison for a long time. 
So it's the same sort of concept where a detention pond only is designed to hold water for a period of time in a major rain event and then filter the water out slowly, whereas a retention pond typically is holding water for the majority of the time. Another division that is under public works are streets. So what exactly do you do with that? We don't do paving in-house, but we do do pothole repairs, utility cut repairs, which is when our ESG partners have to go and cut out a section of pavement to get down to the utility. We come back and we repair those. So that also includes, you know, the mowing of the right-of-ways in the streets department. They do signage. So I don't know if y'all have seen the historic ornamental poles, Mm -hmm. so some little projects like that sometimes. Yeah, those are just installed. They look great. Yeah, Yeah, if you go down into um, the historic district of Perry, if you look on the street signs, you'll see the little historical icons so you know that that is a major part of Perry's history. They do a lot of the stage and special event prep. They put the water barricades out and a lot of the equipment for special events. Basically, yeah, they just kind of are the catch-all for everything. They're kind of like the all other duties as a (laughs) signed Mm -hmm. division. I like it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's talk about animal control as well. It used to be under the police department, but in the very recent past, I guess you could say, it it fell back under public works. Right. It's probably been about a year and a half. Mm -hmm. So what does animal control actually do? They are tasked with monitoring the city's service area for the stray animal population. So they don't really do wildlife. We, we do get calls sometimes about snakes, raccoons, and rats, and foxes, and mm. they just really aren't trained or tasked with that type of animal. It's really domesticated or feral animals that they're trying to control. And they try and also, you know, monitor for safety. The downtown solid waste district was a major undertaking yeah. for your department. Explain to our listeners what that is and what kind of was involved in making sure that process ran so smoothly. We had a lot of concerns about the dumpsters that were downtown. We had some that were just in the alleyways to be shared by business owners and restaurants. I think the biggest thing was really like illegal dumping that would happen over the weekends. Mm -hmm. Um, People were filling up the dumpsters. You know, dumpsters attract animals and flies. And so it just wasn't really a great aesthetic thing for everything that we were trying to do to really promote downtown and enhance everything down there. Decided to try this like elevated service and get rid of all the dumpsters, hire someone and task them with providing curbside pickup to all the businesses and restaurants. And at first you're thinking like, oh my God, how can one person pick up all the trash for a restaurant? Right. Yeah. Especially with the number of new restaurants that we have. Yeah. Um, But, you know, when everyone works together and people are appropriately, you know, bagging and making sure that that they're putting it in the proper place at the right times, it's really worked. It's worked out great. So back in episode one with Anya, our special events coordinator, she gave a ton of credit to public works and what they do for our special events. Mm -hmm. So walk me through what a let's say a food truck Friday, Mm -hmm. what are your staff responsible for? First thing in the morning before cars get parked downtown, they will take the stage out, have that set up, put out all the barricades to the side of the road in preparation for the road closures. Staff 
gets together some of the other items. Sometimes it's picnic tables or high top tables, the string lights, Mm -hmm. trash toters, get all that stuff together. About the time when they finish their regular work day, they take a quick break and then (laughs) very quick (laughs) get their stuff together and they go downtown and they start getting everything set up and everything ready. They're there throughout the event, monitoring the sites and taking the trash out, wiping down tables, you know, monitoring the restrooms. And then when it's all over, they break it all down and bring it all back. The special events couldn't run without public works because they just do so much behind the scenes. So next time you're at a food truck Friday and you see a public works person, you know, taking out the trash or wiping down tables, make sure you say thank you yeah. because they have had a long day. And they, and they will, still have smiles on their face. That's you know? right. Yeah. They do. Yeah. They do. They are some of the most fun loving yeah. people ever. We are very happy yeah. and, and proud of our public works department. You can learn more about Perry's Public Works Department on the city's website at perry-ga.gov. Thanks for listening to Inside Perry, your inside look at Perry's local government. Take a look at the show notes for more information about today's episode. If you like Inside Perry, we encourage you to subscribe and share the podcast with your friends and family. We look forward to seeing you around in our amazing community where Georgia comes together.